Okay, Eduardo, so glad to have you here. I'm so excited to chat all things your work. I mean, you've been hey, all everyone, over welcome back to another episode of, things, of the Good right? Girl Great Podcast. I'm Talia Doha. This talk is about, Great you know, Lengths. Space, this is the episode and the segment where we dive into AI, someone's story or two um, people's stories and we really dissect stuff. how they ended up where they ended up, bit, right? And their journey and, and some um, of their successes, their failures, whatever they're willing to share with that way right, you guys can take home kind of after this episode all right well how do that you, you can live a more meaningful exactly life ways that you can pursue. live a, a lot of people rich feel work, conflicted right when they, they are grow their, in your career they call business multi-relationship whatever that might this. be so that, today, right, they I specifically to sit down with Dr. Eduardo Diaz, PhD, and what's interesting about what's Eduardo is that he started out working in I'm gonna do the this, restaurant space, not gonna do that, or do you really just kind of jobs that he was good at, passionate about, but suddenly something clicked, and something, there's like a switch that turned on, and he goes, I really want to work with the space mission and that world, and so he did, which is really amazing. He went on to get his uh, master's, PhD, chef, and he went on to work shop, with UC Berkeley, NASA. Now, he has Advancing so X, which is a company he founded dedicated to, to space mission, uh, to which is really, really fascinating. And he's dedicating that company to essentially figure out, you know, already, the world's largest analog mission research study in over 123 countries, using biosensors, AI tech, online astronaut training. So there's quite a lot that he's covering and it's years. really fascinating and because I knew if I had you feel like what you want to do and, and is do too far out of reach if you feel I was like it might trekkie, be too late so to start something this, new you know, or different or on the side right like eduardo's story and would be a thought, fascinating wow, one to listen to really because he spills all the details about how he started out the types of support or lack thereof that he got from around him works, right and how, how he was able to really kind of essentially that. weather and through so four hours of I sleep every day to, while he's studying uh, while he's working while with his partner so it's there's a lot going on that really you can take home and i think this is going to be a very special episode for you if right now you feel like i don't know i really feel like i've missed the boat here and the reality is you did it, and Eduardo and I will show you how. So, without further ado, be sure to hit that follow, add, collect, subscribe, download, and save button. Grow solvers, let's do this. Yeah, well, I like that you kind of leaned into the whole, well, I do like space, right? And I, I have this um, interest in psychology and you just kind of left, with it, which I think a lot of people don't quite um, do because they're like, a, they're a bit fearful, right? They're not sure. When you kind of took that turn, because like you, you said that you worked in restaurants, which I think is really, I mean, I, I, love restaurants right and i love that world but that's so different from what you're doing right now was there resistance from your family or your your spouse whatever right like was oh there goodness. yeah oh my goodness yes i i there was a lot of sacrifice 
you know, um, working, working toward my master's degree. Um, that was, that was a challenge. I know that my, my father had, had some concerns about it. Um, he was, he, you know, yeah, he graduated high school and, and, but he went on to build a, a massive company. Um, you know, so he was one of the, one of the top welders in the world and uh, he did extraordinarily well. Uh, he was very in high demand. And so he made several millions per year just doing what he does. And then he did a lot of profit acquisition and built up the whole company. So when he was looking at me going, okay, you're going to go for a, a master's degree um, when you can building your, you know, a business, you know, so he had this philosophy that. You, you, what business was that in again? He was, he was in focused. He was focused on, on welding. Oh, welding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And he wanted me to really focus on, you know, property acquisition and management of in building homes and things like that. And, and uh, so he was like, you've, you've, you've learned enough from school, you know, just you've got to focus on building this business stuff, you know? And, and I'm like, I want to finish my degree. This, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do, you know? And, and so that was challenging uh, to have that. Um, but in the end though, so actually when I wrapped up my master's degree, uh, this was just, just before he passed away. Uh, you know, he had a conversation with me and he says, he told me, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm glad you didn't stop. Uh, you know, he says that you did it. You did a great job and, and, and it's so great to see what you're doing with your education and how you're applying it uh, to really help, help, you know, others. Um, and so it was really exciting to get that from him, you know, and then, and then a couple of weeks later, you know, he passed away and that was like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, so he didn't get to see me finish my doctoral degree, uh, but well, from a physical standpoint. So from a spiritual standpoint, I know he's there. You know, so. Right. But at least there's that kind of almost that closure that you know that he's proud. He tells you that he's proud. And I think that's really kind of a testament and a reminder, right? Don't delay to share gratitude and share whatever else that you feel to other people that you care about. But I do yeah. think that, you know, especially in your case and a lot of people's cases, when they're taking this 180 degree shift from what they've done and then to this other thing that maybe is not as familiar to the people that we love, right? They're kind of like, well, why? Like they don't, it, it, they don't really get it just quite yet, right? Because they're like, obviously, this is a clear proven path. Why, do I, why aren't you taking it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another challenge that was, was, was uh, pretty hard um, was I went through a, a relationship of marriage uh, because of it. Um, and that was difficult because I, I had chosen to, you know, have that, have that job that pays the bills um, while I focused on my education and, and not focus on the job that would be an actual career job. Um, and so I didn't go that full length of financial gain uh, from, from a, uh, an, you know, an five job. Per, per se, and that was that was challenging. Um, you know, at the time, my former uh, didn't didn't agree with that, and so I, you know, it's 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 one of those things. It just I don't let me rephrase that. I believe that we shouldn't have to sacrifice our own dreams to to help you know make help someone else feel better. Um, that, that that shouldn't that shouldn't be something we should sacrifice. You know, and and even at the cost of you know uh, a marriage. You know, I mean, we're still individuals and we still have our own pursuits, our own personal pursuits, you know, and I just I continue to go for, for what I wanted to get, what I wanted to achieve. So that was a very hard, hard time in my life. I remember sleeping four hours a, a night uh, and, and studying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The studying time, a, a full-time job. I even had, a, a you know, an, another part-time job. And <laughs> I was full-time school. 
and I had kids. And it's, yeah. it's Hard. challenging. It, there, there are nights I, I broke down with just, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? You know, working on my master's, master's work. And then, of course, when I worked on my doctoral degree, my, my dissertation, it was just, you know, you get to those moments where you need to have that support group. And sometimes the support group is not enough. It, you know, turning to, turning to God is all, all I really have. So, yeah. So what kept you going? Because I think this is something that is, you know, everybody needs reminder of, right? I think particularly because the hard days will come. Oh, yes. And your story is definitely proof that that's the case where you don't always quite get the support that you need from people who love you anyway, but they, they're still, right, because they have their own life, they have their own kind of understanding and worldview, perfectly fine, Um you don't always get the support that you need and you don't always feel like it, right? I mean, you with the four hours a night thing, studying into the night, that's brutal, right? So like what kept you continuing to, you know, like you're like, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm in the right path. Like what kind of motivated you? Sarcastically, I can say coffee. <laughs> yeah. But in reality, um, you know, I had a big picture in mind. I wanted to contribute to something. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to be able to look back and and share with my kids. Hey, this is this is what I've done. This is this is how I did it. And these are, you know, this is this is the people I, I reached and affected and and helped. You know, um, helping others succeed is a really strong passion of mine. Um, and often, it's even at my own demise, if you will. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to help others, and even if it affects me in a in not so good way, which is a challenge. I'm still learning a lot about that, you know, you know uh, learning to continue to see, love myself and take care of who I am. Uh, and, and, and so that's, a, that's an ongoing learning process. Uh, and, and of course, applying that. But that big picture, you know, um, I suppose I'd have to pause and really, really think about uh, what, were, what, were, what was that one big thing that, that just kept me going forward. Um, I could, I could, it's, it's, I don't know if it's one big thing, um, just committed, you know, uh, I did, I, I made a decision and it was, it was something that, you know, it, it was a must, must do, you know, uh, do it or die. One would say, right. Um, and, you know, in, in, from the words of Yoda in Star Wars, you know, do yeah. It, yeah, yeah, there is no try, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's, that's really what it was. I just, I committed to it. I wrote it down. I, I had it on my on my board of this is what I'm, what I'm going to achieve and this is how I'm going to apply it. You know, in fact, it was quite interesting. I remember when I did uh, officially get notified that it was it was late 2014. They said, "Okay, we've accepted your dissertation. Uh, well done." And then they said, "In 2015 is when you'll get your actual dissertation, and that's what will scan your certificate is that you graduated in 2015." And I'm like, you know, wow, it looks like an entirely new year. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the way it is. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I just, yeah. I, it's like, what, you know, what, what do you do now? It's like, you've graduated. You've completed this entire research on a very specific thing. And I went to look at NASA and I was, I was getting some updates on, on the, the understandings of human factors and risk mitigation and, I was reading some material um, from NASA and I thought, oh no, I'm too late. <laughs> I've spent, you know, a decade, literally 10 years in, in, in completing my doctorate degree and, and they've already 
they already understand all this stuff about the human factor stuff, you know, and, and this team design. And, and, and so I was like, wow, now what? And then I kept, you know, I, I'm studious, so I'll continue to read more. And I, I got the 2015, 2016 later on audit report uh, that came from internally from NASA um, and then released to the public. And it said on there that NASA did not have the solution for team design. It did not have an understanding of um, how to how to put together teams of people uh, that would support risk mitigation and of these other factors. It was the very thing that my dissertation addressed. It was the thing that my dissertation addressed. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, I didn't miss it. It's right here. I, you know, I, I must have misunderstood something else that I read because it's right here in the red zone for NASA. These are the things they're looking to solve for missions to Mars and, and deep space and, and other things like that. And oh my goodness. When I read that, I mean, I read it several times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that like? How's that feeling? You, you feel, oh, yeah. I, yeah. It's like, I'm not late. In fact, at the right place at the right time, yeah. you know, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a philosophy. I, it's, it's funny because it's a philosophy I share with others. You know, it's better to, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity that you do not have than it is to be unprepared for an opportunity you do have. Right. And here it was where I was prepared for an opportunity and it was presented when NASA did their release and all, and there it is. I jumped all over it, started the company. Here we are. Yeah. That's, I mean, that must be like a very refreshing feeling to know that, oh my goodness, I'm, this is it, right? Like, and you kind of felt like you're on the right track. They have some, they need something that you have. And I think this is, I think a good reminder. I want to highlight this for a minute for the audience who's listening, how a lot of times we think that other people already have all, all that they needed, right? And people who are looking to serve, people who are, your customers, right? People who, whatever. Um, a lot of times we're like, we just assume that they've already got it all because they're already at a certain level. This is NASA, for goodness sakes. Like, oh, surely they've, you know, right? Surely they have already done this. They've got all the pieces. Not quite, not so much, right? So I love that you're just kind of like, okay, this is, this is where my specialty is. So I want to ask you, how did you kind of, uh, you know, kick, start that did you just blindly you know reach out to people in the space mission community like what's your process to get your foot in the door well i already had a lot of relationships uh with staff members at nasa um so for example nasa Ames research center i would i would make visits over there um from a historical standpoint it was great because you could you know when you get to introduce to people they will take you on these tours to see things that are actually in storage you know, so you can see this old, old historical stuff. It's like, will you ever bring this out for the world to see? You know, no. <laughs> you know, maybe sometimes they will. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's nice because, you know, they, they the, the people that I've met throughout NASA, they're very, very helpful. They they're love giving away knowledge and sharing. And, you know, they, they would give guidance and, and just, all, you know, just all you have to do is listen and, and, Go from there, apply what they, they say, you know, um, and, and take take where they're at, identify the gaps and areas of opportunity, and, and then, of course, learn the knowledge to fill the gap. 
you know, and, and so I've already had those relationships going into this, all of this. And, and that's from, is that from your studies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And during that, during the course of your study, you just kind of, every now and then you reach out to them when they, yep. when they like an event or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It. You know, and then same thing now, you know, just continuously reaching out, connecting. Uh, I know that we just had, for example, uh, Dr. Jim Green came into Clubhouse in one of our meetings and stuff. And he was talking about Marshall Space Flight Center. And he says, you know, it'd be great. Why don't you, why don't you uh, as an advancing X in our company, uh, you know, use the, the facility for some of your neutral buoyancy training, you know. So it's cool when you, when you hear that from, you know, Jim, who works at NASA, and, you know, he's, he's just casual. He says it. It's like, you know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. And then, uh, you know, working with some of the engineers. So there's a process for everything. So we, we have a number of members that are employees at NASA or European Space Agency um, and or Australian Space Agency. And it's neat because in, in the example of, of NASA, some of these individuals had to go through the attorney uh, process at NASA to get approval to work with us, you know, um, and because of the things that we're doing. And, and it was cool when they come back and go, OK, I'm good to go. We're all great, you know. Uh, just you know, the standard, the standard template that you know we we can we can work with you. We just there's there's certain things that we can and cannot say, you know. And, and it's like, okay, that's great. I just let's just get to work, you know. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love this whole like kind of atmosphere, and I think as as a almost like a takeaway from that experience that you had. I think it, there's it's, there's never enough value in building relationships. I think a lot of people are like, well, you know, there are no names and then they don't want to build their relationship, right? A lot of people do that. And then they forget that, you know, growth is organic, right? NASA is organic, whatever company that they want to work with or partner with or uh, work for, that's also organic. So you can never plant enough seeds almost, Right in a meaningful way, and to your point, they love these people who are successful. They love sharing advice. They love helping other people. So I think it never feel right for the audience who's listening. Never feel like you're not good enough to you know to get to someone who you admire or to get to that level of that place where you're like, wow, that's too big of a stage for me. Not so much. Everyone is like. Every, especially those who are successful know that we're all in this together, which I think is a yeah. beautiful reminder. So I, I like that, that story that you had shared, but I also want to kind of touch on, um, you know, real briefly, because you from there, you know, you've done all this other work, right. And you kind of created this company, right. Um, Advancing X, you probably have done other projects as well. And um, talk a little bit about just real briefly what the company is about, and um, and then we'll maybe touch on how you decided to structure your pricing, which I think is going to be interesting for people to hear. So, what is Advancing X for those who are not familiar? So we we identify, select, and train career astronaut teams, and it's an emphasis on teams. We really focus on the collaborative aspect of things, um, and we are global. So at the moment, we are accepting applications from uh, 123 countries. So we've grown substantially. Uh, the process of how it actually got started was phenomenal. Uh, I remember when we, in 2016, uh, when we announced, you know, well, let me rephrase that. 2016, started the company, 
And then in 2017 or 2018, after piloting our first vehicle mock that we built, which we originally, oh, we'll get to that later. And um, then we did our, our announcement, okay, we're now accepting applications. In 18 days, literally, in 18 days after these videos started releasing, um, and, and those, these videos are the applicants are sharing with others why they're passionate about space. It's one of the things we ask of them. Because we don't want an applicant to stop at just who they are applying to a program. We want them to inspire others to be involved in STEM and space and, and all things, you know, you know, arts and, you know, the whole entire movement toward, toward space. And so as these views start coming out, those first 18 days, we had over 1 million views. 1 wow. million views. Oh, my goodness. My, my, my administrator in the IT was like, um, we're going to need more service. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, you know, it's neat because a lot of, you know, it's his world and how he does it. I, I know there's all AWS and all that stuff where you can work with this. But we went from like four servers to 400 <laughs> in one week just to handle the bandwidth. It's crazy. That's funny. That's, I think that's really great though. Um, because really what you've done in there is you created a, uh, you know, like I'm kind of this ripple effect. And I think a lot of people wonder, oh, how do I promote my work? Like, how do I advocate what I believe in? And I think your story is really crucial because you're, you don't you let other people who believe in it and believe in you, believe in your work, what it stands for, let them do it because they're already passionate about it. Right. So I think people are like, well, I don't have time for ads. I don't have money for it. Right. You don't have to do any of it. To your point, right, you're just like letting people share videos of why they enjoy space, why it's important, why they're excited about signing up for your thing, right, about your applications, whatever. And then it just kind of like one person to another. So it's almost like the digital word of mouth, which I like in video form, right? A lot of people are like thinking that they're not related. They are related, you know. Word of mouth has always been around forever. Now how do we transform it? into um, in the online space, right? Yeah. And your example is, I think, phenomenal. Very, very phenomenal. Really good. Um, something that I think everyone here who's listening can definitely learn from. Now, you've gone out and you've shared this story with others. Other people who are applying have shared their story with other people. And, um, and I wanted to actually touch on uh, you know, how you essentially put, you know, the things together, because you have courses, you have like, you know, kind of digital forms of products that, you know, people apply to, they learn from and everything. Like, how did that kind of creation come about? And what were some of the things that perhaps you cut out some fat that you're like, well, we were thinking of this, but let's not do that. And why? Right? Yeah. So walk me through that a little bit. Well, there, there, I couldn't remember all the things that we cut out. There, there's, you know, trimming the fat, so to speak. Um, but the whole, the whole entire company itself is built on collaboration. Um, so while I'm, you know, while the idea may have started from my my work, um, the company is is built from everyone who's contributed, even the candidates, even the applicants. We learn so much every day. It is a collaborative movement, you know. Um, and so, even for example, in our online training. Uh, so we have different categories every month. There's a different knowledge that someone can gain. Uh, I don't know all that stuff, you know. And so we have other subject matter experts, SMEs, that contribute to that content. 
um, you know, there, there are um, career astronaut candidates who are also contributing to that content. See, they, they care about sharing knowledge and, and it's a, it's a huge factor for us, right? So they care about sharing knowledge. So they're making it accessible through our program. And that's great because it's just building and building and building. Um, so where that way anyone around the world can then access our, our site. They go to advancingx.com. They, they can, you know, look at, uh, you know, what, what the courses are and then they can just subscribe and, and they can start getting all this knowledge that may not be available in their area, you know, which is awesome because it's this expanding access to STEM, which is access to space. It's that connectivity. It's all collaborative. The whole thing's collaborative. You know, so even, even from the applications of human factors, I was very much focused on, you know, the, the human to human person working together. And we've expanded to work on human to human to machine has come into play now, you know, with our license agreement that we have with NASA's technologies, you know, we look at human machine teaming, so HMT and AI and how uh, we look at the understanding of the human um, working with the machine and the machine it's exactly working with the human and the indicators that it picks up from. So it's a, it's a conversation that we're, you know, we're looking at interpretation of that dialogue from both aspects, from the AI and from the human. But then of course we take it a much further step because we focus on the team. We have this human working with the, with the machine but there are team members that you don't see behind the scenes working with the human. And so we look at the whole dynamic of who's, what's the team that influences the individual that is working with the machine. Right? So that's the dynamics that we look at. It's very, very complex, but we, we love that. Well, all of that came about from collaboration. You know, I mean, it, you know, NASA invented you know, their, their scientists invented a lot of this HMT material, right? All this, all this, the algorithms. And so, you know, working with them, they're very open and they're just like, here you go. And, and, and I think that's a big piece of it all is being open, you know, talking with people and saying, here's where I'm at. That honesty, that openness, you know, that, that being sincere of, you know, this is some of the things I'm, I'm looking to do. It's not that it's, it's different. If you, if you go into a conversation and you want to complain about what you do, you may not get a lot of traction, but if you go into a conversation and you say, you know, this is what we've done so far, this is where we want to be, you know, and, some of the challenges we're looking for is how to solve these problems, right? And, and that's, that's different. See, because now you're looking from, from a positive standpoint, you know, half class full, right? And so then you have these people say, well, you know, I can help you with this stuff. And here's, let me take a look at this. And oh, by the way, have you thought of HMT, you know, because that's a human factors aspect. And all of a sudden you kind of go, you know, well, I mean, we are talking with some companies that do this and they're like, oh my goodness, there are a lot of companies that are going to be doing mining off world and they're going to need to have this stuff resolved. You already have the human component. Let's tie it into the machine component. And so it just grows. It grows naturally with everyone. Yeah. I love this organic approach that is very collaborative. I think I wanted to kind of, you know, pause in this point real quick and underline it because I think a lot of people, when they're building something that they believe in, something that they want to grow into a business, a lot of times their inclination is like, well, it's me, I'm doing it. Like it's got to, like I, you know, I can learn maybe from a few people, but a few, very few people are approaching it from a collaborative standpoint. And what I love about you said, what you said about not just NASA, but a couple of other humans that, that's involved, right? Experts, um, is that it really does, I mean, it took them years, right? 10, 20, 30 years to develop that knowledge 
why would you not take take in their insights, right? Why wouldn't you if it cuts your learning by essentially if that's one person and you have 10 other people, that's like a hundred years worth of knowledge that somebody else had gone through, failed through, succeeded in that you can now just kind of, okay, yeah, okay, I got it, right? So I'm kind of, I think that's one of the things that I want to kind of continue to remind the audience is that don't be afraid to collaborate and on the fly to letting it organically, um, you know, really shape your your company or business, right? Or your work. I think that's really, 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 really useful. Was there though, um, and you don't have to mention who they are, but were there like collaborations that you felt like, well, that wasn't that productive, could have done without it, right? Like sometimes that happens, especially in, in people's work where it's it's taken a wrong turn or maybe it just didn't really materialize into something else. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are always, uh, there have been uh, relationships where um, their, their delivery uh, was not at the speed at which we, we function, you know, so um, that, you know, if they take too long to respond to an email or if they, you know, keep rescheduling calendar meetings. Um, yeah. We move on. We move on. You know, yeah. We're, you know, while we while we do look at at logistics and we do look at you know um, process of getting things accomplished, we are we're sprinters. We're, we're here to get it done, and you know that's it. I mean, that's our mentality. Just get it done. You know, if, if you're going to make excuses, then it's not a good fit for for the team. We're going to get it done. I think this is something that people underestimate when they're like starting something they go like oh i just want to scale it like how do i scale it don't worry about scaling like start with this one thing get it right and then the next step will reveal itself (laughs) honestly right that's kind of your your takeaway because now you're working on all these other things and there's all these other interests that come about and especially as your you know applicants grow with you your customer bases grow with you nasa grows Right. So it's kind of like you have to kind of stay in that kind of mode of being really open to opportunities, uh, but also not missing the, the crucial that one step to just kind of go, I'm going to start this, which is, I think, fantastic, which I absolutely love. Now, Eduardo, believe it or not, we are <laughs> running out of time. So I'm going to take this moment to share with the audience where they can learn from you. Uh, follow your journey, check out Advanced X if anyone is thinking about, you know, about, hey, space exploration might be for me, or maybe even they just want to learn uh, about how you grew your business, right? Like, where can they learn more from you? And then we'll wrap up the interview. Absolutely. Um, so th- obviously, we're, we're on every social media stream that I'm aware of. Um, but advancingx.com would be the place to start. Just literally advancingx, the letter X, one word, advancingx.com, go there. Um, and, you know, just as a, a side note, we've just been invited to, to bring our uh, education to a university. I can't disclose which one just yet. Uh, and they're looking at incorporating our educational program into their university curriculums. And they'll actually start getting students credit units for completing our program. You know, so that's all coming. Once we get one, we'll start moving with others as well. Amazing. That's the way to do it, right? Start with one. I mean, congratulations on that. That's a huge leap. Because then you'll have this lifelong students, they'll share it with other friends, other universities. And this is, uh, again, this is really the, the, the beautiful example that we can see 
about how you can truly scale your impact. And I think this is fantastic. Eduardo, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. I love hearing your story. And I want to share with the audience, if you haven't already, check out Eduardo um, and his website and his work, all the good things. Uh, but don't forget to hit that follow, subscribe, add, collect button. That way, next time we share a story like Eduardo's, you'll be notified and you'll get it right away in your tablet and on your phone. So thanks for that, everyone who's listening. And Eduardo, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Talia. Appreciate it.